Hello and welcome to In the Growth Space. This is the show for business owners and leaders who have a hunger and thirst for growth. Really appreciate you listening in. My name is David McGlennon and I'm your host. And this podcast is all about growth and learning from leaders who have created business growth and team growth and personal growth. And I, re I really love talking with people who've gone on their own growth journey and, and who I really want to learn from. And, you know, today is going to be such a great episode with uh, a lady named Alice Givens, and she's the president of Carl Stetz, uh, which is a wholesale florist. And before I tell you about her, though, I just want to encourage you to be sure that you go and subscribe to the podcast and, and give us a rating and, and, and write us a review. We, we really want to help other people-centered leaders to know really that they're not alone and not alone in their quest of, of leadership growth. And so we want to be able to, to help others uh, in their growth journey. So if you, if you do us that small favor, that would be fantastic and really would mean the world to me. Now, let me just introduce introduce you to Alice Givens um, because Alice, she's got such an amazing story because she started in the floral business by being a driver. And, and you'll hear her share that part of her story today. But there's a lot of growth that happens between being a driver. And, and then when in, in October 2012, she basically bought the wholesale floral operations of the Oscar Karlstedt company. And they're now uh, Karlstedt's LLC. And she's, she's the president of Karlstedt's. As of 2019, Karlstedt's operates in 13 Southeast locations. They currently run 70 delivery vehicles and have 160 team members. Alice leads her team at Carlstedt's and they provide services such as VIP systems with capabilities from online ordering, invoicing, photo archiving, to networking with fellow florists, freelancers, and DIYers. They service clients from all over the world through flowergeneral.com, which is their online floral mall. And you can find anything there in flowers from arrangements to box lots. Flowergeneral.com handles logistics, payment methods, and in-store pickups. Carlstedt's is also a preferred vendor for a variety of the big box stores such as Whole Foods and Winn-Dixie and Walmart and even Amazon. And Alice has been growing not only her flowers, but she's been growing her company and she's been growing her team and herself. She's She's been working with her coach, Paul Martinelli, and she also shares her experience because of that. Uh, she shares her experience at the Turning Point Retreat in this episode. And, and, and let me just say here too, at this point, that we do have a limited number of seats available to Turning Point. And I, I know how impactful this retreat is going to be. I've been there and I've learned so much from it. And I just want to encourage you to go out and register for the retreat. All of us, you know, have this inner drive and this desire to expand ourselves and, and, and expand our experience, but we honestly don't know the process to make our dreams a reality. Well, Turning Point is going to teach that, and it's going to allow you to choose your own adventure in, uh, in, in that process of, of creating the experience that will help you begin that creative process and, and teach you the tools to be able to create your own growth path. So you can go register at davidmcglennon.com forward slash turning point. And that's a capital T and a capital P as in point. So davidmcglennon.com forward slash turning point, And that's with a capital T and a capital P. Now, as I get into this conversation with Alice, she's very humble in what she's been able to accomplish. But let's go ahead and, and get into that conversation now. And I'll be back at the end to recap some of my observations and my learnings from this conversation. Well, Alice, so great to have you on the podcast and, and, and have you here in the growth space. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Me too. I'm so excited. Thanks. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> oh, gosh, my pleasure. You know, I know I was I was talking with our, our mutual mentor and coach, Paul Martinelli, uh, back mm -hmm. uh, before the holidays. And uh, we were talking about Turning Point, of course. And he said, oh my goodness, you got to talk with Alice. And um, then the, the more I started doing some research, I thought, oh yeah, I got to talk with Alice. So I'm so excited to have you here. I, Thank I, for, you. For the listeners, I, I know, let me just, you know, kind of set the stage. First of all, you're a business owner, you're a business leader, and, and, and you've had an amazing growth journey 
Mm-hmm. You know, what got you, first of all, you're in the floral business, you're, you're in that industry. So like, what got you into that in the first place? What drew you to that? Well, I tell everyone I started because I needed a job. <laughs> so I was a single parent and uh, I started in 1994 as a driver. Oh. And um, the interesting thing about that is my boss, who I bought the company from, he began as a driver. And oh so goodness. it was just a neat following the footsteps. And, and I often often think of him and, and he's, he's passed away now, but uh, I often think, you know, I would, I want to make him proud, you oh. know, because he was always for the people and, but we are a wholesale florist. We have 13 locations. They're a little bit in the Southeast of the United States, because as most people know, the, all the flowers come in through the port pretty much out of Miami. And so they get inspected there and uh, we have stores that reach the furthest west is um, Louisiana, which is where I am. And then I managed that store there for like 20 years. And then the furthest north is probably Lexington, Kentucky. Okay. So we have a store there too. And wow. um, I love what I do. I tell them if they took my key, I'd break in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, you know, there. There was a big jump there from being a driver to buying the business. So I'm, I'm yeah. kind of curious, like how how did that all evolve? I mean, you, here you are a driver driving for this, yeah. you know, floral company, and and then you end up buying the business. That that's yes. that's a huge growth space. <laughs> it's very yeah. Well, to me, I have a whole story written on this. You know, there oh. there became a time when I, when I started, my boss told me it was sink or swim. And I, ch- I tell people I chose not to drown. <laughs> and uh, as I said, I needed a job. Two kids are a motivator too. And um, and I loved her. We were in the same house church together and, and she was just very blunt. And she said, it's sink or swim. And I started out as a driver and I got to go to the flower shops and meet all these wonderful people. They would just, you know, of course, I'm the prize. When I show up, I have what you want. <laughs> of course, of course. And so it, it got to, I built a lot of relationships there. Mm-hmm. And I would see things like, hey, you're you're almost out of my hours. You want me to bring you some more? You know, the happy birthday and all that. And they're like, oh my God, I didn't even notice. And most retail florists, they really work low. I mean, they're, they're a skeleton crew, a lot mm-hmm. of them. Either they're just getting started or maybe they they inherited it, you know, that could happen. And they're just trying to grow too. And yeah. um, and then within, I would say within a year or so, I was in sales. And then within two years, I was management. And, you know, when I started, I believe I started it like, I looked it up. I think it was like 525 an hour, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then when you worked in sales, you got to go up to a a salary position. And man, when I hit that salary position, <laughs> I was like, wow, like I've made it. I've like made this, it. Yeah, right. this is as far <laughs> as you can go. Yeah. And, um, but I managed there until about, we started having the conversation about purchase in 2010. Oh. And so I purchased it with my partner, uh, John Cross, and he retired in 2018. And so we're just moving right along and we, we continue to grow. We really do continue to grow. Wow, that's fantastic. What do you attribute that growth to? Like what's your what's your secret sauce to growth? Well, I feel like I'm a possibility thinker. Then of course, when I met Paul Martinelli, he said he was a possibility thinker. I'm just zoned in. Yeah. Then when he said he was a high school dropout, I was <laughs> like, he is hashtag my people. Um, <laughs> and, and because I'm I'm also, I mean, I have a ninth grade education. And so don't tell me what you can't do. And when I met Paul, I mean, I just hung on every word. Like he, I I tell people he could have been talking about, I'm going to teach you how to play rummy. And I'm like, (laughs) sign me up. I'm ready. I'm going to teach you how to build a fire out of sticks. I'm in. And it could be anything, but I I just, I tell people, I feel he's anointed by God Mm. because, you know, scripture teaches us about you know, having our own gifts. And I really feel that is his gift. And we may all have multiple gifts, or we may all be searching for what we have a gift, like what is our God-given talent? Just really coaching people is Paul's gift. I know it is because he coaches you at a level you understand. 
I talk to many people and I've been coaching many people. And they'll say, well, that's just the way I do it. That's the way I coach. And I'm like, well, while I appreciate that, you know, I appreciate more. You really come into my level. Like, here's where I'm at. And when Paul talked about starting his own business, I mean, I was just like, wow. I mean, again, tell me what you can't do because he's the assassin. We know he is the limited belief assassin and we know that. So nothing you say is going to stand. Yeah. Well, and so as you've built your business and as Mm -hmm. you've looked at the possibilities of of growing your business, I I know that it takes a team of people. And and so like, how do you build into your leaders so that they're growing? Because I often will talk about, I I believe that a company can only grow when their people are growing as well. And I I wonder if you, okay, so I I was going to ask you if you you agree with that, number one, but number two, like- How do you build into your your people and and really help your people keep growing? Well, the way that I explain it is I will go first. And so as I'm, you know, got my machete and I'm chopping down stuff and I get hit in the face with a branch and all that, I can turn around and say, hey, don't go that way. Don't go there. Yeah. (laughs) It helps a lot. But uh, we, I I do, I've, I've hired Jenna Armato. She is awesome. I've hired her to coach. Barbara Britt's poured into yeah. some of my people as well. I've done a lot of things to give them access. Paul Sheely, I'm starting a big program with him. And it's, if you want to participate, I want to help you. Mm-hmm. If you don't, I mean, okay. I mean, like we know Dave Ramsey says, I can help you work here or somewhere else. At right. some point, you're either going to have an aha moment. Yeah. And you're going to be like, this is where I'm meant to be. Or you're going to say, you know, this is really not it. As Paul teaches also, let's don't get involved and get attached to your goal. Get involved and attached with your participation in the goal. So we serve customers all the time. And as I said, you know, we're the hero. The driver shows up. Sometimes they may be mad and say, where have you been? (laughs) However, (laughs) if, if you have a lot of stops, it's just the way it is. But all the all the customers love our team and they love our people. And I feel like from a leadership standpoint, I don't micromanage. And I do believe that that's key. I can I can give you all the people in the world and I can give you access to people that you would in no other realm have access to. I mean, think about that. Paul Martinelli. Paul Martinelli spoke to my team. David Martinelli spoke to my team. With Paul Sheely, um, there's all these people that you wouldn't have access to. So instead of being pushy about it, like you have to see this and I'm going to I'm gonna have something in the back end that shows me if you even tapped it, not who cares. I mean, yeah, right. I, I, I can't be bothered with that. We have 160 people on a high side and with 13 locations, depending on the season, that is what it is. At Valentine's, we need people and a whole lot extra. And maybe when it's slower, I teach my team to teach. That's the perfect time to hire somebody. When you're the slowest ever, go get somebody. Don't kick your feet up because somebody's going to be, I tell my people, get your nose on the ground and your butt in the air. Let's do this. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love that picture because I have a coonhound. I have a red bone coonhound. It does the exact same thing. She puts her nose down and her butt in the air. <laughs> yeah, I am focused on what I need to be focused on instead of yeah. being so distracted. Yeah. Well, and I guess talk about that focus because I, I can imagine as a CEO and 160 you know people, you have to be focused. How do you do that? Like, how do you not get distracted? There's uh, leadership, as we talked about. There's systems and processes. That's huge. Without you know, if, if we don't know what the route's going to be, okay, yes. if we don't have a time that we're going to leave, <laughs> mm-hmm. and if we don't adhere to those disciplines, if yes. the truck cuts off at this time and you have three people adding on, it's really hard to get them out on time because we, a lot like the retail florist, we're, we're all skeleton. I mean, when pandemic hit, you know, there's, there's never more than seven to 10 people in my store. At one time, because we're mainly delivery. We do have customer pickups, which we invite. But at the same time, 
there was never that many people. And, you know, they were like, oh, you can't have crowds of boy crowds. And so we got really creative on, look, we'll leave it outside for you. You can slip your check through the door. There's many things that you can do, but we're not closing down. Like we weren't looking for the long weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well, and I think that that's the mentality of, you know, someone who's growth minded, we're going to find a way, right. We're going to find a way. Yeah. We're going to be creative. Yeah. And, and I guess, I mean, that I'm always curious, like how, how leaders like you engage their creativity. And, and, I, and I know we'll talk about this here in a minute, because I want to talk to you yeah. about Turning Point, because you, you, you oh, yeah. Turning Point, and, and I know you're a, a huge proponent, but, but like, yeah. how do you engage your creativity and your imagination to be able to find solutions for your business? I think it's clearing the fog in your head, really clearing what is everyone's position. So if you look at a football team, if you look at a baseball team, hockey, any of that, each person has a position to cover. And it's very important that they do that because Mm -hmm. if it were up to one person, there'd be one person on every team. (laughs) And so you have your coaches, you have your coaches that you know, they respond to the head coach and then the whole team responds to them. So everyone has a position. And as I said about putting together for the, for the daily schedules, I think John Maxwell said one time, who, who's walking around and sees two weeks laying on the ground? There's no extra time. Nobody has extra time. So from a time management standpoint, you're able to look at it and say, okay, you've got this position. You need to cover it. And then I can be creative from freeing up the fog. But that comes, as I said, I have 13 stores. I communicate with those 13 people. When I call the store, I don't ask for the driver. I'm asking for the manager. So I don't get lost in the weed. And it's easy to focus when you do that. And I think it can be very creative. I mean, like we said, during pandemic, we were very aware that people were sick. People were dying. Things, it was horrible. Bad things were happening. But at the same time, if you look at Christian belief and you look at back in the 100 years ago, the most well person was the Christian. Why? Because they were on the mission. They had their nose on the ground, but in the air. We're helping people. We've got to help them. So they were already, I guess, immunized if, if they even knew that word at that time. You know, so it, with us doing the work, staying in our strength zone. There's so many opportunities that you don't miss. Yeah. And I think, you know, just as I hear you talking about just staying in, staying in your strength zone and, and focusing mm-hmm. on that, and then, then being very careful to not get into the weeds. I really think that, that to me, that's the key to being a, a, a focused and, and really successful leaders to be able to not get sucked down into the weeds, trust your team to be able to put it put the responsibility on them and allow them to do their, to do their work. So I, I think that's, that's right. True. We all have a job to do. It's, it's not, you know, ready, set, wait. I mean, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we have right. to move. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Analyze yeah. it. Let's overanalyze it. And let's overthink this as Paul teaches us, the market's okay with that. Right. Right. Stop everything around you and go into research mode for six weeks and then go look at your bank account. Okay. So yeah, you just, you really have to manage your calendar like that. We can't really manage time. Time's going to happen with or without us, but if we manage our calendar properly, Mm -hmm. and if you can't, you can always go find somebody in that leadership space that says, I've got it figured out. Or you have a friend, especially in the empowered living group, you have someone who's doing this 24 seven. So that allows you to stay in your strength zone. Yeah, yeah, that's so so key. You touched on something there that just uh, piqued my curiosity. So, talk a little bit about your calendar because I'm sure that a lot of the the leaders who are listening today they look at their calendar and they think, "Oh my goodness, you know, I don't have the time," or they they tell themselves that story, "I don't have the time." How do you manage time? How do you lead time? And and how do you like really? I I guess work with your calendar. I use my phone a lot. So my whole life is there. And if it's not in my calendar on my phone, it's not going to happen. I have a paper calendar, which is okay. And I can make a note, but I don't rely on that. I rely on my phone in my calendar. And when I accept the invite, 
it'll pop it in there and then I know. And I look at things sometimes two days out, like there's a reminder in there. So if it says, if I accept the invite and I go look at it and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to need a little time here. There's certain options. Well, I'm an iPhone person, but there's certain options where you can get an alert an hour before. Before I realized that or before somebody keyed me in on that, I would set calendars. I mean, I would set alarms in my calendar and yes, so they would go off. I have, I have alerts that some of them are 10 years old and, (laughs) but it brings me right back to that time when I know I need to do it. So when I know I have a meeting, when I know I have things coming up, I will tell it when to remind me, because again, if I'm in charge of my schedule, I know about what kind of time I need. You know, some people, you might need a couple of hours to just kind of study and think about it. Sometimes you just need 30 minutes. I mean, look at what we're doing here. It's so conversational. I feel like we're just having coffee and and it's so nice. But if you said, oh, I've got to have all these questions, then I'm going to need some time. So (laughs) that's how I do it. Yeah, no, that's always interesting. I'm I'm always kind of curious to see how you know, other leaders create their calendar and really take control of their calendar. And, and um, I, I know that that's a, a key to a lot of people's success is really being able to control that calendar and be able to make sure that they're, yeah, controlling it, not let, letting it control them, right? That's right. And to make sure that they're on point, because a lot of times I always find it fascinating that everyone knows when lunch is, everyone <laughs> knows when it's time to go home. But we seem to get foggy, you know, in the hours between. And you just have to be there to remind them. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, so you send out little notes. And and like I said, the manager, the manager's there to do a job too. And sometimes the manager can get caught up in busy work. And it's like, no, 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 we have people for that. We have drivers, we have clerical, we have sales, we have in-store personnel. So, yes. I want to turn a little bit and go to Turning yeah. Point for a second because yeah. I know that you've got you know some amazing stories from Turning Point. I know that you're a huge fan. I, yes. I just would love to you know kind of what are maybe a couple of things that you know you've gotten from that retreat, and you know what are some things maybe that you still work with today. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, there's how long is the show? <laughs> <laughs> Take as long as you need. <laughs> yeah, let me just tell you. My first experience with Turning Point would probably be the most special for me because that's where I approached Paul and he started personally coaching me like Mm. I on the spot. Like I I personally had a conversation with him really quick. I was in uh, one of his other, I guess, if you want to call it a mastermind group, but, but, you know, you're you're designing your empowered life. I was in that group and. When we when he did the turning point, you know, I was just like, do I really want to do this? I don't know. And I talked to a couple of people, and some people were like, Well, you're sailing through trees and you're doing all these crazy things. And I was like, What? So I wanted to go check it out. You know, that's the curiosity, but it's the most special to me because my history and my background, there's a lot. uh, I tell people a lot of my scars are self-inflicted. But there's a lot of scars that were put there by someone else. And in in some space, uh, you know, family member. And when he went through the three R's, which we know as resistant or the resentment is the first thing. And then the resistant and then the revenge. I had, it had to have been 45 years just lifted off of me. How heavy is that? And so for him to go through that, for him to invite you, to stay in that person that you want to be for him to give you space to think. I mean, think about how many times people can't even, they can't even allow it because we don't have time. we got to get to work. we got to get home. You know, think about kids, hurry up and go to bed, hurry up and wake up, hurry up and eat, hurry up and fold your clothes. It's always a hurry. Mm-hmm. So when you, when I went my first experience, it's two, it, well, it's two and a half days really. And it's, it's so focused on what you're going to do. And if you've never allowed yourself to think about what you could be, about what you could do, I'm telling you, like, it was just so, I just can't explain it yeah. as far as everything that got lifted. 
for him to let you be the person without giving a lot away, thinking about the person you want to become, having the space to be able to do so. And then the biggest part is inviting you to stay in that person. That is an uncomfortable position. I mean, and it it could be at any level for anyone. So just to think about what you could be or want to do, what does that person look like? Does you have a business suit, a tie, high heels, the whole deal? (laughs) To be able to think about that could be uncomfortable, but to allow it to just to just be in fertile soil for a minute and then go to someone, which is Paul, for that space. I'm telling you, just to go to someone that can nurture that and water it. And you're like, no, 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 you don't understand. Everything is bad. And no, 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 no. But to sit knee to knee with someone, yeah. with someone you don't even know mm-hmm. and share your life history. Okay. Think about that. If you were to pay for therapy, which <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that a minute. But anyway, if you were to pay for therapy, you would go to this person and go, this person didn't even know me or they can make you feel comfortable and you could share anything because what's your thought? I'm really not going to see them that much or whatever. Well, it's even easier at turning point because you think I'm never going to see this person again. And I'm just like, wow, you know, and so you think about time in that. And being able to sit knee to knee and look eye to eye Mm -hmm. and really go inward and pull all of that out. Mm-hmm. And for that person to say, whatever you have is safe with me. Your secret is safe with me. Your dream mm-hmm. is safe with me. And mm-hmm. to be able to, for them to allow that best therapy on the face of the earth, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, totally. Well, and I think the one thing that you said just a moment ago is, is really key because so oftentimes we don't give ourselves space. You you know, it's, it's the American way, so to speak, where we just got to go yeah. from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. And we don't allow ourselves the space to be able to think and to reflect and dream and imagine and imagine the future. And, and I think that one of the things that I especially love about Turning Point is just being able to imagine the future, living in that future, and then being able to basically live from that future and in, into today. And, and I know that sounds a little bit crazy, but once people come to it, they'll, they'll understand, you know, and, and, and they'll get it. But so I, I guess as, as you processed, you know, some of your, some of your dreams and some of your goals, what, what were some of the things that you learned? I mean, you already talked about, you know, the resistance and the revenge and like how, what were some other things that maybe you learned there that just helped you to be successful, helped you to grow and, and really maybe even helped, maybe even helped you to, to, to fuel your imagination and, and that, that, that growth space. Yeah. So, uh, climbing a tree and jumping out <laughs> is pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you chose the insanity. Things, route, yes. Huh? <laughs> yes. Doing things that scare you. But if you think about it, everything was, I mean, literally that far away, but in your mind, it's this far away. And that would be, I guess, for radio audience, an inch and a mile. Yeah, like, think right. about that. You're like, I can't physically do that. No, 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 no. But then to do that in the person that you want to be and just staying in that, like, let your let your phone stay home for two days. Think about that. If you let your phone stay home for two days and you're just like, look, I'm going dark, just like if this I was on a plane or whatever, right. and really go there. I think you don't have those distractions. Mm. You know, I know people need their phone, but that was a big ticket for me because Paul even mentioned it. You know, he's like, if you stay in the person and you don't get distracted, you know, and I invite you to stay there. So he was watering the seed. I could have taken it or I could have said, oh, well, I got to go answer an email or I've got to go do this. And you know, no, no, no. And then I'll go back to conference. How many conferences have you been to that you paid for and you came back with, well, yeah. Well, how much did you put into that? At conferences, these people pour their hearts out. But I was taught one of the things that Paul spoke there was money follows passion. And I was like, oh, how much passion do I have? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Like if I have the dollar and I'm like, hey, go get all your friends and come back. I'm very <laughs> passionate. I want you here. But 
he talked about, you, we don't go anywhere. We're not welcome. Mm-hmm. And so money doesn't either. If, if we're energy and everything is energy, my flowers are energy, yeah. the way I care for them are energy, mm-hmm. then money would be the same thing, correct? Mm-hmm. It's just a piece of paper. It's an agreement. Mm-hmm. And so if, you know, he talks about money, may I, like money, money, may I go to the movies? My money, um, may, I, may I take somebody out on a date? Uh, money, can I get my car fixed? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and money says, nope. And when you think about it like that, mm. think about who's in control. It's not even yours to begin with. Mm. So if God gives you this piece to take care of, Whatever your strengths are, if you've been anointed with hospitality, I feel that mine's hospitality. You know, it's not teaching and coaching and training work, but I'm open to the, the hospitality. I can make everything comfortable for you. And so when he said that, that was a great thing. And he said, you know, the source knows no limitation and the source is God. So if the source knows limitation, who creates that limitation? Yep. Yeah, the stories in our head that we build, yeah. Yeah, or that was built for you, you know, and and, and we go really deep there, you know, in Turning Point. Like, there could have been a lot of scars that you were taught, and you don't know what you don't know. And to be able to be free of that, to understand that we're going forwards, not backwards, Mm -hmm. is key. Yeah, well, and you know, I think that sometimes uh, people might be listening to us talking and they may they may think about, oh, wow, this sounds like a really cool, you know, event. This may sound like a really cool retreat, but I don't know. It, it's, you know, it, it's, it might be kind of scary kind of pulling up, you know, some of my past or, or healing yeah. some of those, those scars and, and, and moving forward. What would you say to somebody who's maybe on the fence of like, I don't know if I really want to go and do something like this, but it's intriguing. What would you say to them? I will tell you that nothing can hide in the light. And once that's made known, just getting it out. I mean, if you look over our world today, maybe it's because of media or something that we know more than what mm-hmm. we knew before. Mm-hmm. There's so I mean, look at the look at the rate of people just getting taken out mm-hmm. by their own thing. Yeah. What will my parents think or whatever? And then they go and do something wild, like ah, they run yeah. away from home or, or they end their life. And that's yeah. a scary thing. Yeah. But once you bring things to the light, to me, I feel like if you need therapy, you really need therapy. Yeah. Now, yeah. this may not be that answer, but it could be such a start mm-hmm. for you to be able to heal yourself because as Paul always says, it's a <laughs> you and you deal, you know, yeah, right, and if right. everything starts with a thought, I would challenge that person to bring this thought in. Are you willing and are you able? Like if you're not able, okay, let's think about that. If you aren't able to make a decision, there are people in our world today who can't make it. I mean, they're just, their their brain is literally not functional. They're either, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, there's family members. Like I had, you know, my, my uncle, he could make a decision. Okay. He, um, he was in a hospital all of his life. They, you know, I know what we call them in society and things like that now are things that are not quote acceptable, but they called him a change of life baby. And he was, he was retarded. Mm-hmm. And when you say that word, people go, Oh, you can't say, Oh, that's so wrong. You, no, that's not true. That's not true. They're, they're, he really can't make a decision. Mm-hmm. So that would be not able. Yeah. But are you willing, your ego is going to show up and go, well, you can't do that. You don't have time. Remember, you can't take vacation next week. And so da, 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 da. remember, <laughs> yeah. how is your wife going to feel about this? How is your husband going to feel about this? Oh, they're going to think you're crazy. I would invite you to just bring that out and challenge that, that thought with going back to the passion. Mm-hmm. Are you passionate enough to let it have a voice? Because all it's trying to do is speak to you and say, I'm hurting. I'm your inner child and I am hurting here. And if you look at all of the people in this world who feel like they have all these problems, oh, I came from a broken home. Well, I don't know the statistics, but a lot of us did. A lot of people did, yeah. And there's a lot of people that they were brought up in this great family. 
but they still have their own hurts, habits, and hangups. This will clear a whole lot of that up. And I think give you such an empowering, such an empowering confidence Mm -hmm. that you can't, you're the one that heals yourself. You know, you're the one that, I mean, like we know about Christianity is a choice. You can either take it or not. And that's the beautiful thing. So hopefully to answer your question, not don't get caught up in too much having to figure it out first. Yeah. But if you want to grow to a level that is far more than you can ask or imagine, Mm -hmm. turning point is, is, is really key. It really is key. Yeah. And I think that you touched on something too that I know Paul talks about, but, and a lot of times whenever we're faced with something or we we're we're presented something, we, we make excuses and it's, it's, it's the, it's our limiting beliefs. It's our limitations that we, that come out Yes. and, oh, I don't have enough time. I, I Mm -hmm. I just, I don't have enough. uh, I I don't have enough vacation time. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. I can't afford that, that I can't. Um, are, are, are just a, a, a limitation. And so we have to make sure that we're listening to the, the voice, though, that says, but what about the possibility? Let's stay in the, that land of the possibility, because yes. I think, what if, what if I were to go to an event like this? And what if I was able to create a dream that is just waiting to be expressed? What would that be like? Wouldn't that be cool? And I think yes. too oftentimes, we get so focused on the, I can't rather than the, but what if, you know, that's right. Or we give it to luck. Maybe we'll win the lottery. Yeah. Okay. How much energy does that take? You know, but Paul, Paul says, what do you dedicate? And I call it devote because that goes back to that passion. You know, I, I would just kind of stick that in as my word, but what you devote, your time, talent, and treasure to, that is going to multiply in your life. And we know this. So if you spend all of your time going, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, well, as you wish. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) As you wish. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Yes. Well, how does it, how does it feel then as, as you, as you just think about your, your life, your business. I mean, because you've created a great life. You've created mm-hmm. a wonderful life. You've got an amazing mm-hmm. family. What, what does it like feel like to to create that dream probably once in your mind, right? And mm-hmm. then actually in real life, what does that feel like for you? Oh, it feels so good. We have eight grandbabies. <laughs> oh, I love it. And awesome. like, I just never, like literally... It would be probably 12 years ago now. I never saw that. I mean, mm. I was I was married before my husband passed away with pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. And like I had two children, you know, he he had a, a child. And I just remember after that happened being a big low point in my life. And, you know, because I really wasn't single and I really wasn't quote a widow, you know, mm. you just had all these things set up in your head. Those people are 70 and (laughs) I'm not, I'm not. And so, but looking at it now, like I met sweet boy, which is my husband. (laughs) People will say, what is really his name? His name is Merle, but I refer to him to sweet boy. And he answers to sweet boy. If you see him on the road and go, Hey, sweet boy, he turns around. He knows his name. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's funny. So we have, you know, he has two, he has a boy and a girl, two, two children, and I have a boy and girl, two children, and we have eight grandbabies. Mm-hmm. And to be able to look at that, now you're still working today. Okay. Yeah, sure. We're still working. We're still making it happen. We're still busy. I'm not the grandmother that my grandmother was. We could just, you know, she was on a farm. I milked cows. I went and got eggs. I bought chicken snakes. I get it. Today, I'm not. Today, I'm in career mode. I still spend lots of time with them. We we keep them and spend the night and all that. So it's different. But I feel like that even comes from my grandmother. It's just a legacy of love. And you're watching all the things that you chased, whether it would be women, booze, alcohol, personal growth, turning point, things that help you get better. Think about that. You're watching that. I mean, my kids they're raising their kids. That's the most fun for me. I might've said a lot in between that, 
But I'm going to tell you, the most fun for me is watching my kids be parents, you know, because your your mom told you, you all have one. It's just going to be just like you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I heard that. Mine were not just like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah, gosh. So I think getting rid of waste not, want not, you know, I, all of these little analogies that we know, like Paul says, yeah. how do you know that? Right. Because it's been taught your whole life to you. Yeah. And so um, just looking at them has been a real treasure for me to just, it, it's just me to watch. Like, I don't do the Facebook time, slow down, please stop growing. <laughs> and, and I'm like, no, like I get the concept of, I wish I could hold a baby and just rock for eight yeah. hours, but what's it going to be? And yeah. if it's in the fertile soil of possibility, and it's being treated and you're watering it and you're giving it the right food. You're talking to it. You're going, grow, baby, grow. <laughs> you want to see the end of that, you yeah, know? Yeah, right. So right. it's powerful. Wow. Well, you know, thank thank you for sharing that, Alice. I, I love hearing people's stories and I love hearing that growth progression and just kind of hearing, yeah. you know, some of the the the, the, the stories of of how they grew and 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 your your story is amazing. I, I love the the fact that you were a driver and then you, now you're the CEO. You're you know you you have this thriving business. I I really I think that's a a, a great story. And I also think too you've invested a lot of time and and money and oh, and yeah. energy into your own yeah. growth and developing your your mindset, your thinking. And I, I just think that th- those of you who are listening to this or watching this, I, I, you have to you have to take Alice's a- a example to be able to invest in yourself and really to grow yourself, challenge those beliefs that you think uh, you have, and 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 really be able to take the time, make the time to invest in yourself and your own growth. And so, Alice, I, I just want to say thank you. Thanks for for sharing some time here with with me and with our audience. I, I really uh, appreciate it. Is there anything else that we didn't talk about that you think we should have that would be? Uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> well, I've been to five turning points, and the first one is still the treasure. So I say, you know, take the leap, make the first step. And uh, a funny little fact is when Paul started working with me and, and personally coaching me. Uh, I told him, I said, I love Turning Point. You know, I can't, this would be my, I believe, second one. I was like, I really love Turning Point. I think it's so awesome. I can't wait to see you guys and just can't wait to hear, you know, going through this. And uh, I said, but it really needs flowers. It really needs flowers. <laughs> it needs flowers, yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, I'm just like, just go to flowergeneral.com. And, but he was just so wonderful about, you know what? Yeah, you know, I think you're right because it adds so much. And he came back later after we went through that turning point and he said, you know what? He said, I've done this. Oh my gosh. At that time, 38, I believe times. Mm-hmm. And he said, this one was the first one that it just, it empowered him so much more. Mm-hmm. And I know it was because those flowers were in the flowers, room because sure, sure. A, they're a conversation piece. B, they're living. C, you have to take care of that. That's something, you know, like even during pandemic, you know, sending out plants or something, just send something to move that normal, whatever you're doing, attention with your own hurts, habits, and hangups to break it. Mm -hmm. And if you can do that for just one, just, just leave that crack there. There'll be a flower pop up through it. I promise. I I love it. I love it. That's that's amazing. Thank you. Thanks Thank for that last so little bit. Yeah. So and and you you mentioned it just in passing, but tell people how they can get some flowers and get some plants and how do they oh, get yeah. how do they how do they get you know your services? Oh, I'd love to. We have flowergeneral.com okay. or carlsteads.com. That's okay. C-A-R-L-S-T-E-D-T-S. Hence. This is why we have Flower General, but carlsteads.com, flowergeneral.com is a place you can go. We have gifts there. We have flowers that you can send someone flowers for $39.95. It, it ships in two days, the beautiful bouquet. And we're all the time making new recipes for that. But oh, yeah, awesome. I appreciate that. Like we're yes. sending energy all over the world. We have a um, concierge, a floral concierge. So let's mm-hmm. say you have a friend 
who, you know, whatever is having a baby shower, or you just want to say, Hey, thanks for spending time with me today. Everything doesn't revolve around sympathy. Right. We handle sympathy and we deal with that. Mm. But I just want to say thank you for having lunch with me today for, you know, listening to my heart or whatever. And we can send those out through a floral concierge. Basically, you just click the floral concierge and we just ask you a few questions. Very you know, nice. Do you want to send it to your kid because they, you know, made the straight A um, yeah. thing or whatever? Yeah. I love it. I <laughs> and love we can it. send them out. So I love it. I never fun. heard of that. But a floral concierge. We're going to, yeah, we're going to have to check that out. I love it. Yeah. So we'll put those websites uh, in the show notes. So we'll make sure everybody's yeah. got a chance to be able to, to go uh, check those out. And uh, if you. people are coming to Turning Point, they will also see some of your flowers there. So uh, that is fantastic. <laughs> I want to go so bad. I'm yeah. trying to do my schedule, but yeah, yeah I just oh, I love it. And I love what it means. And I love what it stands for. And I really think that we need those big nuggets in our life to give us more power, more just invigorating control of our life. You know, yeah. I mean, just to be able to say, you know, we're, we're the co-pilot, you know, right, right. <laughs> You've just been like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And we're like, no, you do. You're you do reminded know. that, you know, Yeah, for so sure. it's built in by God. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you again thank for taking you. time, Alice. I, I really appreciate it. And uh, great to have you here on the, in the growth space. Oh, it was so fun to be here. Thank you. Thanks again. Bye everybody. Well, I just love hearing stories like Alice's and, just just the thought of her starting out as a driver and then going to being in sales and then being in management and then the growth of actually buying the company from her boss. What a great growth story. You know, I, I got such many takeaways and some some key points that I just wanted to bring out, the things that I saw in this story. And one of the key things I thought to Alice's story was her secret sauce to growth, and that was being a possibility thinker. You know, so oftentimes I think we often see what is wrong or what isn't possible. But by being a possibility thinker, we can actually open our mind up to uh, other options and and uh, possibilities that maybe we're o- overlooking. The other thing that I thought was really uh, important in her story, too, is just being a lifelong learner and not allowing your own limitations to hold you back or the the stories that you're telling yourself from holding you back. And, and then as a leader going first and and actually putting yourself into your own growth path, getting a coach, being in a mastermind group, and and just being able to invest in your own self, that is a, such a, a great key to, uh, to really any leader. The other thing that I heard in Alice's story was the fact that she allowed her people to be exposed to growth opportunities, and she's given her people opportunities to to come to the Turning Point Retreat. And, and you know, and one of the things that I thought of is just, and, and I'd invite you to consider the fact that you could put your leaders into a, a mastermind group or an inner circle group uh, like we uh, have here at Impact Leadership, and that will help foster their growth because they're going to be around other leaders who are facing similar challenges and they're going to gain insights from the power of a mastermind environment. Another takeaway from uh, this conversation, too, I thought was that uh, Alice is really intentional about leading time and, and working with time. And it's it's always great to hear leaders' approaches to, to leading in their calendar. I, I loved her concept of actually putting uh, reminders and parameters around her calendar through using her phone. I do some of the similar types of things. But I really also thought that her view of Turning Point and her experience of Turning Point and being able to to walk through the exercises that we go through in, in Turning Point of just recognizing what resentment resentment we might have within us and 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 then any resistance that we're we're facing and the revenge that we may have in our lives is such a powerful tool that that particular exercise on the last day is really really powerful but more than anything having time and space to consider who you want to be and and really learning the process of thinking so many leaders are not skilled at at just 
just taking time to think and, and actually giving them space to think. So Turning Point does that. And then also learning how to just imagine the future and live in the future. Because you're doing that, it may scare some people. And 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 actually, the other takeaway I thought was cool is just she did things that scared her. She's she's really good at, at going out and, and doing things that, that scare her. And by going through Turning Point, she learned to uncover the things that that helped her grow. And I, I know that you can do the same thing too. Uh, you, you can uncover opportunities for your own growth at Turning Point. So I just want to encourage you to check out the registration page for Turning Point, www.davidmcglennon.com forward slash Turning Point. And the capital T and capital P have to be in there, I guess, to uh, to get to the proper page. So davidmcglennon.com forward slash turning point with a capital T and a capital P. But I just want to encourage you to really consider coming to Turning Point because I know how impactful it has been for my own journey, my own growth journey. And I want to encourage that for you as well. And that's what in the growth space is all about. I also want to encourage you to go out and check out Alice's website, uh, flowergeneral.com and carlstetz.com. Uh, we'll have those uh, in those links in the show notes, uh, especially using her floral concierge. So if you come to Turning Point, you're going to see some of the great flowers and 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 plants uh, that that Alice's team uh, puts together for us because we are going to have them there. Uh, I really believe that that energy in the room is is so helpful as well. So uh, go out and check out Flower General and uh, do connect with Alice. Uh, I know she's on Facebook. I think she's also on Instagram, but. Uh, uh, just a, a great leader. So I want to thank you once again for listening to uh, In the Growth Space and, and really sharing this time with me. I hope it's been beneficial to you. And until next time, stay in that growth space and be well. 